You're about to listen to Live and Local, a podcast brought to you by 90.5 KCSU. I'm your host, DJ DeLone, and today is a little bit special. So it takes a lot of support and passion to have a music community. It takes a lot from musicians, venues, radio stations, and its patrons. It's the people who are listening, the people going to shows. And so today we decided to bring in Andy and Cheney from The Posted Ryan Apple, a new local music podcast here in Fort Collins. In the studio today, we've got Andy and Cheney from the Posted Ryan Apple podcast, a local podcast that is here in Fort Collins. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing great. We're excited to be on. Yeah, we're happy to be here. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, so just to give us a little insight on the podcast, like you want to kind of just inform KCSU listeners about that. Yeah, so it's what we call it a podcast, but it's <laughs> almost a little bit more of a show. I'd say like Tiny Desk meets an interview. Um, so we have a bunch yeah. of local bands coming on, and you know they play about like a five song set, and then I get up and I do a terrible job interviewing them. Oh yeah, every time. <laughs> and uh, then we actually have the audience ask a couple questions too, which I like like even more, and just try to promote the local bands around town. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, Andy, anything you want to add? Yeah, no, that's the overall goal. We're trying to, you know, promote local music and make it exciting, I think, and accessible, I think, is a a buzzword that applies. It's a lot of organizational work, but it's worth it because it's rewarding to see how excited people get for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's some great local acts around Fort Collins, too. I would absolutely agree. Yeah. So do you guys want to just start? uh, We'll kind of progress through how the podcast has developed and kind of evolved. So do we want to start with kind of how the idea came to be? So the idea, it's a weird thing. Did you bring it to me with Pat? I think, think, yeah, I think we had, we together came up with a a plot to uh, create something. We we didn't have, we had a very loose idea of what it would look like, Yeah, but it was essentially something to highlight local music, whether it be uh, for profit or for just volunteer action. Yeah, because like I'd say the way it started is, you know, it was truly much more of a podcast where we had one band we didn't have any sort of live audience at all and they would play a little bit and then we would all sit down on a couch and then talk about it and then we did one show that we were going to do it's called bands for bands and we Mm -hmm. had four bands on that day the only audience members were the other bands and that's kind of how we came to the idea of actually just making it more of a local show and then we quickly learned that four bands in one day is way Way too much much work work. it's a lot of work yeah chaos pure chaos yeah now it's just two bands a time yeah a little bit more manageable, but a perfect amount, really. Because, yeah. you know, it's attention spans are a thing. And and it's nice to just have uh, the variety of two different groups because yeah. you can get a pretty... Uh, We've had some, like, opposing very, genres on the same very podcast interesting before. combinations. Uh, entertaining, always yeah. entertaining, though, because when you have that contradiction the results are usually very interesting it's so, really cool yeah this kind of live audience aspect to it was that kind of part of the idea from the start or was that just something that you know got thrown in there kind of uh, thrown in there it was thrown in there it was not we when we the first podcast we did feature no live audience it was uh, a little yeah. more cut and dry the set was shorter the interview was shorter um, much more pop-based questions to yeah, kind we, of we were like focusing on popular culture. Yeah, like who are what artists were you sad to see pass and stuff like that. And now the questions are much more involved of who are you as people. They're personalized rather yeah. than you know, and which was nice because it, it 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 gets you a, a nice lens into who they are rather than just how do you feel about current events. You know, it's sort of generic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall it was much more. Uh, it wasn't live audience focused. It was, uh, yeah, more just but a pop. the live audience has made it great. And the really oh, yeah. cool thing is like actually seeing people come back. Like, I don't think we ever really thought that people would actually watch every yeah. episode and yeah. we got people that have come back, you know, like shout out to Jay from crooked rugs. He's been at almost every episode of ours and you know, it warms my heart that he's there. We got some people that are just regulars at this point and it's so nice to see them. Yeah. So would you rather see people in like the audience there for the actual show or like, you know, have people listening that you, you know, don't know. Oh man. I don't know. That's a good How question. about both? Can, is both you an can option? absolutely have both. I would yeah. like both. I, I, the idea of having recurring characters is great because you feel this comfortable sense of like, oh, my people are right around me. That's great. But also knowing that, that you have people across the country that support you is also really nice. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. I love the local audience just because I feel like I, I, you know, I, I have 
the same set of questions a lot of the times because like I you know you start to get a formula as an interviewer you want to figure out what the band is but then you just get funny you know the one of the audience members is like what does that tattoo mean and it, just, it shakes things up so I think the live audience oh, yeah. is a, like a huge part for me it's great they'll ask questions that are a little bit more uh, out there than we can come up with it's yeah. nice to throw that in that's fun yeah okay so uh, let's talk about just that first episode that um, mm-hmm. you know you're kind of your test your test run Sure. Uh, were there a lot of things to happen between that first podcast and the second, like a lot of, you know, back, like, you know, things in the background that you kind of recognized and understood, like quickly how we. Oh yeah. There, there were so oh, many, yeah. so many things we learned very quickly in a short period of time. Make sure you charge your cameras. <laughs> Basic stuff. You know, it was, it was, it was a nice, it was, we needed that. Yeah. We needed that buffer period. Cause I think, but it was really cool to see the quality jump between so quick. the first and second episodes was, was exponential. And then after that, it was just like, we got it. Well, actually one thing that I will know, it, it we were really sad at one point, but um, the actual legitimate second episode will uh, will never be aired because we lost all of the files. But we had a uh, a guitar player from down in Nola, and so that was the same kind of style that we did the first podcast. And so it's funny we have this like evolution jump from the first to second episode, but you'll n- unfortunately no one will ever see that second episode. His performance was it was incredible. It was so good. It was, well, yeah. I guess you'll have to bring him back then. We we would love would to. Would love to. Yeah, yeah. We, we 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 used to have contact with him. He uh, Daniel Daniel. He is a very nomadic person. So yeah, always... he's a big busker. He's a steel guitar player okay. and just that bluesy, like oh. really cool voice, raspy voice. Too. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, so let's jump back a little bit. Uh, I want to touch on you know from the formation of the idea to actual you know have it going there's a lot in between there yeah that you know it's work it was so i will i mean like i feel like in some weird sense it all started with andy and i moving in together um and you know we him and i and then our buddy patrick we all built that studio and so we had a studio for a while and then it just the I've been listening to podcasts for years. I love podcasts. And, um, you know, we got some other people, part of the group, uh, Hemi and Genevieve, who are a huge, um, you know, they were they were a huge part of our, our team for a while. Unfortunately, they're moving back to uh, Savannah. Savannah. They're yeah. going to be going on tours beneath trees. Um, but, yeah, it was just a lot of pushing each other. And Hemi did a huge part of, like, getting so many bands. I mean, that guy booked so much music and it just forced us to be better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing they don't tell you about working in just maybe just music in general is how much booking is significant and is a a very important role. You you wouldn't think it, but it's like, there's a lot of organization and it's like, it's not the fun work, but it's so necessary for the leg work for sure. It is. Oh my, we learned that people see me the most. Like I get, I think I'm more of like the face of, uh, you know, posted Ryan Apple, but you know, Hemi and Andy, they've done like the, the grunt, a lot of the leg work of that behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a machine and you got to keep it oiled, but you know, you need components to it. You have, you know, the exterior, you're like the exterior. It's like a car, you know, you're like the framing outside of car. Pretty. We, we do like the, you know, the gears, you know, rather than, you know, yeah. Well, some of us aren't as aesthetic, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an operation. Absolutely. And, and, and from the get go, we knew that when we, when we built the thing, we knew it was going to be a project, I think. And, um, so having the people that were excited about it was, was really important to make it happen and yeah. we had that so nice and now how long did it take for you guys to kind of build that studio um i don't i don't time stamp two on two months it. yeah maybe two or three so it was it was like we built it we you know put up all the drywall we spent hours soundproofing that place yeah. just tack by tack um yeah. but it, there was debt like it you know we had uh, on, actually, the first episode, Rattle Caps, our buddy Kalen, he came in and did the glass work for us as well because we have like a nice window between the control room and live room. Um, but it definitely evolved. Oh, yeah. Because Andy has put in a lot of money. He got, you know, the X-Air, which has been awesome to use for recording and for live stuff. And so at first, you know, 
when Andy and I started practicing together during COVID, we had two tiny amps with no PA system and I was screaming over the drums for people to hear me to sing. So it's been a, I mean, I would say like the actual making was two months, but it's always improving. It's always being more. And it's community built too. Yeah. Like it, it's people add things to it all the time. Like it'll, I'll be one of the walls will have some new addition to it that someone just made out of magazines or something. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, that's really cool. Um, that just happened organically. So it's fun to see that happen in real time, and it's it's helpful too because you can't be everywhere at once when you run something like that. So little yeah. things that help are are great. So. Awesome. Okay, so hopping back to let's think talk about like day of show. So you guys have already organized everything. Can you kind of like talk us through what happens at the posted Ryan Apple from the beginning of the day to the end of the day when you guys are recording? Well, we wake up, we <laughs> brush your teeth, <laughs> make some coffee, brush your teeth, basic stuff. And, um, and then so just a lot of cleaning of the household. And, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, Andy goes get snacks. I'll bring the bands in, try to keep them on a, a regimented time to get their, yeah. their stuff set up. We've had, I love all the bands that have been on. Some of them are the slowest people I've ever met in my entire life to we set up. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're but great. Yeah, yeah. The day is just, um, it's a lot of just like telling people, Hey, it's five minutes. We're going to start this, telling them how the interview is going to go telling people over and over and over again to speak into the microphone <laughs> to make sure that they actually are, are heard on the podcast. And, um, I mean, sometimes it, it kind of varies cause you know, with some bands it, it went quick. It was two hours. We had one that started at seven o'clock and didn't end until 12 at night. And so it, it can kind of vary depending on what kind of setup we have for the band. Like the last episode we just dropped cell farm, it was very different for us because usually it's just a regular band and so the setup is easy but this band his setup was incredible it was like all sorts of like loopers and just like a whole like dj setup with his guitar as well so yeah it's a lot of adapting with mm -hmm. the bands mm -hmm. you guys have had cricket rugs on your show before right yeah we we have had them on they yeah they're they're one of our they're one of my favorites one of our favorites yeah. personal favorites, not, so. not only them but also uh jay their keyboard player he's in a band called fun screen and we had uh them on as well and fun screen is they're, they're, they're magical they're, they're the best interview i've ever had yeah it uh, was yeah. so cool compelling Okay, so interviews, you have this kind of duality where you guys ask questions and then you also have your audience members ask questions mm -hmm. and other band members. Yeah. So we talked a little bit how that brings, you know, a little extra to the table, but what, you know, what is that little extra? I think a huge part is uh, definitely other bands asking. And the reason why I like other bands asking is because they are bands. And so they know the questions you know a lot of times you don't know what to ask a band because you're not in a band kind of a thing and so you have the people that ask those extra questions that are just a little bit more of that nitty-gritty of something that you wouldn't have really thought of before yeah i mean a lot of them have expertise in areas that a band can relate to because they all share it's like oh yeah i play bass guitar as well mm -hmm. so you, you know there's little things about about that that you can relate to as, yeah. a, as a band, someone that's interested in being in band. And yeah, I mean, Which they, maybe we love because we're a band too, but maybe, maybe the audience love. doesn't love. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't care. Uh, <laughs> we care. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. What have been like some of the most out of the box questions that have gotten some of like the best responses? Um, there's probably like a few of them that kind of stick out in your mind. Yeah. One of my yeah, favorite answers of all time was actually a band called Colopsia. And I asked them what you love and hate about recording. Um, and the bass player, he, he sat there and thought for a second, but then it, finally he's like, I just, I hate that red button. And like everybody in the audience was just like, like you could hear this kind of like breath, just like, yeah, like that's it. Like I hate just like looking at that button and trying to get it going. The recording button. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it's, yeah. It spoke to a lot of people in the room, I think. Yeah. I mean, it was compelling. Yeah. Everybody, I, everybody was quiet for a minute. Cause it was mm -hmm. like, oh wow, that's I, a lot of like the, the audience asked, it's very nice. Like having an audience member that knows the band. And so they can kind of ask the right question to say, 
how did you get that really cool band name? What was your story about how you guys all met? I mean, one of my favorite ones was um, with Shadow Work. Shout out Shadow Work. They are so awesome. They actually played in here. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they were one of the, the first groups that I had in this semester. They're they such great. nice guys, too. Really you great. know, Raph, Joe, Ben, if you guys ever hear this, I love y'all. You're super awesome. Um, but... Uh, yeah, one of the questions I, I kind of totally forgot where I was talking about with, with Shadow Work. They had they had a couple of good question, answers to the questions that we had. Mm-hmm. They were they their confidence was was what really sold them for me, yeah. honestly. But uh, yeah, we've had some other. We uh, Spliff Tank had some good answers too. They I I remember one of them quoted uh like it was like uh john f kennedy or something out of nowhere <laughs> and i was like that was really left field but it like made a lot of sense in the moment i think yeah. forever my favorite will be the interview of fun screen though because uh oh, they yeah, all they, dr- they dress up as they um, were in character yeah they do characters yeah, so some, and so yeah. the first one's a wizard and the bass player is a, a sage He's if a i'm sage. correct and the yeah, drummer is a is a knight and whenever they answer they don't break character the whole time they didn't even break character when they arrived and so we had had one guy come up and it, it, it was such a silly question but he just comes up and he's like what kind of wizard are you white red or or uh like orange and he's wearing a blue wizard suit and he's like i'm a blue wizard what, yeah. are, you, what are you talking about <laughs> he is a sassy wizard um it was just sassy. That, they, they were a good group they you know they're one of the groups that had more of like an aesthetic so we have some groups that they come in there and they're like obviously they have an aesthetic but like their their focus is entirely sound and then and that works more for you know having sort of the the audio component but like you know it's it's evolved to being more of a visual thing because originally we you know we were going to have it be mostly focused on releasing the audio on spotify and seeing how that did but pretty quickly we realized it was more methodical and it was more advantageous for us to just have cameras in there and see if we could capture it as more more of a show uh, yeah. phenomenon. I mean, one of our questions led to uh, people in general, their lead singer didn't doing a kickflip with his guitar in it hand. It was so cool. <laughs> I, I love that. That's so funny. I, I love this part of you, yes, audio is great, but adding audio and video is like, you know, you get that little extra thing because whenever I have listened to uh, your podcast, I've always just listen to it i haven't had a chance to watch the video and mm. so hearing like I, I listened to that fun screen interview of how you know they're answering questions in character and i was so confused <laughs> if i was able to see that i would understand I what's can, going can, on yeah i can understand that yeah no it would be confusing had you not seen what was happening <laughs> yeah. yeah some yeah. of the questions i was like what yeah we <laughs> don't even understand how you would think of this but if they're in character i'm j- that just being something that i was unaware of it just really it almost really like funny it, it was hard to get through the interview because i was trying so hard not to laugh because they're really funny like they're, they're funny. really awesome people and that that, that I, I think at one point I even like stopped the interview and I was like, these are the best an- like answers I've ever heard on this. <laughs> it's funny you say that we, we needed to introduce the visual component because we were going to have groups on that were more visual. So it was yeah. like a demand that needed to be met with that. And especially with fun screen, because it was like that was an important component of yeah. their performance was having this. It yeah. was a, it was an act. It was and especially you know, on these. uh, uh you know, the last one we just dropped with uh, Shadow Work and Cell Farm, and then we got another one coming with uh, Two-Headed Sweater and AM, Pleasure Assassins. Yep. But for those two, we actually had a couple come in. They're called Cat Scanners. They're, they're super awesome, mm-hmm. but they did Liquid Light for uh, the whole setup. And that was awesome. If you don't know what that is, it's like you incorporate elements of... Uh, visual art that is projected behind the group or in front of the group or wherever and they use various means to like create textures and I, I like for instance they use like uh, eyedroppers and they have uh, what is like essentially a, it's like a colored oil almost. yeah it's like an oil and they have a, a real-time scanner that scans what is they're cre- creating currently and it is projected in real time in addition to they also have a, a security cam yeah they, they take a video of the band itself and then they will like 
flip it and put it like project it behind them and then their last projector they actually hook up to a vhs tape and take old like cartoon runnings and stuff and then they'll like hit it with a magnet and it creates this static wave behind the band too Hmm. so yeah the visual aspect really has taken off these past couple episodes Mm -hmm. that's really cool i've seen something like that uh at a few shows and I don't know if it was the same people but is that kind of a thing that's going on and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I know of, um, yeah. I know uh, rugs have done it a few times because yeah. uh, Charlie clams he does liquid light as well and he is in fun screen he's the bass player but I know he's done that so mm-hmm. fun screen cricket rugs I'm I believe Los Toms has done it a couple times as well but it works well there's a lot of like psychedelic rock around town and that that visual aspect works really well with those types of sounds but what i want to get into is the core group of posted ryan apple and kind of what your responsibilities and duties are uh hmm. yeah well a a lot of that has changed recently because we're losing two members um but so me personally i would say I'm i'm a little bit more of the face of of the podcast i do a lot of the hosting um a lot of the rallying trying to get people excited telling people to to be quiet and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Andy's a lot more of the behind the scenes. Yeah, I do. I do production. I do, you know, I mix the audio. I, I make sure the cameras are running and organizational stuff, promotion, a little bit of promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, I try to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. So. And then we've got, uh, the two members that are leaving right now, Hemi and Genevieve, they do mostly the camera work. Um, Hemi's done a great, both of them done oh, a yeah. great job on oh, camera yeah, they, work. They were great. And then uh, Hemi does a lot of the booking as well. But I'm going to be taking over most of the booking and probably like the Instagram kind of page as of now. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to re-delegate some, some of our duties. As... Yeah, and we are actually currently uh, on the look for a new producer um, and a videographer as well. Perfect. (laughs) So kind of with the evolution of your positions and where you guys are going, do you have uh, kind of goals and things that you really are looking forward to get out of the podcast? Um, well, actually, yeah, we're, we're changing things up. We actually, um, we're going to be doing some PRP presents. And so it's going to be, we're not going to videotape these at all. I mean, we'll probably do a little videotaping, but, um, coming up, uh, at the Emporium Bar on June 4th, we're going to be bringing a bunch of the, uh, the bands that have already been on and just doing like a full day set. Um, and so we're actually, yeah, we're excited to start doing events um, outside of actually just the podcast and just like actually getting really good shows together for, for the town. Nice. So just rounding out the the idea at this point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so we don't have anything booked right now. We've got two more episodes on the burner that we are going to be releasing. And then we'll probably be looking at probably booking some more shows sometime mid midsummer. Um, but I know Andy and I have talked about a little bit. We we're probably going to end up shortening each episode and actually just doing one band per episode. Uh, because these episodes are just getting longer and longer every time. Got to keep attention, right? Yeah, exactly. It's hard sometimes. Uh, wow, I totally just forgot what I was about to ask you. You had a good one. I oh, could see it. Oh, man. No, it always happens, too. It's always in the middle of the interview, and I'm just like, <laughs> what's going on? Uh Okay, so uh, kind of hopping back onto this, you guys want to bring in some bands, you guys want to do more shows. And a lot of what kind of goes on in the local scene is we have this um, kind of ethos aspect to us, mm-hmm. what we have to stay ethical with. We talked a little bit during the break. Uh, how do you guys see um, like what you guys are bringing as <clears throat> a good for the community? Like, What's the biggest part that you'd say, this is what we're trying to bring for the people? Um, I think one thing that we do pretty well is we if you play and you love music come on come play like we're we're like we love you know we're always open to people coming on the podcast especially enthusiastic very we like to be inclusive as possible we love people and we've just found that i mean there are some amazing people who play music here in fort collins i mean just some of the sweetest people in the entire world and i think that's what's been awesome is just curating a really awesome community together yeah so 
That goes. Uh, so I did an interview with Nate from Los Toms at one point, and oh, he so nice. Yeah, he oh talked about how like kind of local scenes operate. How in Denver you have a bunch of like small ponds for each genre, but mm-hmm. Fort Collins is like this one big inclusive pond. Like everyone, yeah. doesn't matter if you're playing shows cross genre or anything like that. It's it's more about the people who are coming and you know being supportive. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think one thing that's cool, you know. I love Denver, but I feel like sometimes to be able to play in Denver, if you're a local band, you kind of have to be doing a lot of covers. Um, and one thing that I love about Post Rodka, you know, Post Ryan Apple, is that um, we only want you to do original material. And I think that's a breath of fresh air for a lot of the bands to say, like, I can just play what I want to play and not have to cater to the bar or something like that. Yeah. How you feel, Andy? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's refreshing for them and it's refreshing for us. And we feed off that. We oh, feed yeah. off that energy that they bring with their original music and their and their live presence. And it's it it, it really is easy at and it's apex because we have all of that handed to us and we just make it accessible, essentially. Yeah. So and it's fun to not like. You know, I, I keep bringing up this last episode with Shadowwork and Self Arm, but I mean, opposite bands, yeah. completely <laughs> different sounds, and it's cool to. I yeah. I love that. I feel like you go to so many shows, and you know, we're, Andy and I are in a band ourselves, and when you're booking, it's who do I pair well with? Who do I sound like? I don't want to hear the same band twice. Give me give me some variety. Variety, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what's really compelling. I think a lot in a lot of a lot of groups. I mean. And, and if maybe one band is performing better than another, you can say overall the performance was good because one of them was killing it. Maybe one of them was having an off day. But either way, you have the variety. So they're both sort of kicked up in quality because of that yeah. aspect. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah. 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 Like another one that we had that yeah. will be dropping soon is Fernbrook and Sludge Broker. Yeah. Which are like, oh my God. I love both of them. They're great. Oh, they're wonderful. Completely different sets back to back. Did you guys, uh, did Sludge Broker bring in their vocalist? No, no it was they right before they got it the vocalist. Was, yeah, that was very recent. I've heard, I've yeah. seen some videos and he looks awesome. He, he seems like the right fit. It, it's really funny because how they got introduced um, was through. Uh, blasty so they were like you know just doing their own thing he was volunteering and he was one of the first volunteers for blast and scrap i believe that's what he told me and then you know sludge broker uh in their other band before were one of the first bands to play a blast and scrap show right and so blasty was telling me how you know their vocalist it was just this like quiet guy like kind of <laughs> just like did his own thing and then just the evolution of him like getting interested through this community aspect and then being brought in as a vocalist, he was like, I don't think I saw it coming, but this is one of the, like, it's just so cool because that's how our community kind of operates too. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you bring that up. We actually uh, talk about that a decent amount during their interview of how did you be, you know, cause there's not a whole lot of two pieces that do really well. And I mean, they have such a full sound for just two guys or, I mean, now it's three. Um, but yeah, part of the interview was how, how do you, do you like being a two piece? Do you want another band member? And I believe they're, they said something along the lines of if the right person comes along yeah. we'll take yeah. it. But we love what we're doing and we don't want to mess that up. So I'm so happy they found somebody that isn't messing that up. Yeah, absolutely. And they're great guys too. So nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, all the time that I've spent talking with them. Really? Yeah. Just cool guys. Yeah. yeah. They both shred Evan. I, I remember when I first saw Evan, uh, their drummer setting up his drum set at swing station and he's got like that big crack in his cymbal. And I was Huge. like, what is this sound going to be like? And they got up and just ripped. I mean that they are so good. Yeah. And who did you pair them with? Fernbrook? So Fernbrook is like, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is wrong. Comp- they kind of is like fairy core. Like they yeah. had a very kind of fairy. Very poppy. Very like pop. A, almost, like I know when happy, I. Happy, soft, like floral. Some kind floral of Mac DeMarco kind of Mac sounds. Mac soft. Guitar tones. Canadian. These and, are uh, words that will. Huge shout out to Malik. Oh, He's been great. such a huge supporter of Post Rodcast. And I. I, a lot of love from Alec. Yeah, yeah. And also, 
they're so it, they were actually the first band to do um a full band switch or instrumental switch during oh, yeah. the set yeah that was cool and their front man like barely fit in our studio he was so tall he was, yeah we yeah the roof was not quite to specifications there yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Sorry, I had to look something up because Fern broke and you said it was like fairy. It's <laughs> I, I constitute it as that. To me, it, it was just compared to Sludge Broker, which is like hard, hard, hard metal. Yeah. Like it's like, and their fans were that. Their fans were like ready for metal. And their Fern first band Bro- was Fern broke it. They, they have a song that's called <laughs> I, "I Just Want to Be a Mallard." You're singing about they're ducks, talking about like. ducks, like and and it's and and you know to their credit, like these these metal fans that showed up, they took it and listened to it and considered it very carefully. Metalheads are great. Yeah, they oh, were wonderful. Yeah. They were not. It's not <laughs> like they were throwing tomatoes. They were like <laughs> you know or, orating it like objectively, which was great. And then then Sludge Broker gets on, and then they start throwing down, and it's like yep. okay, so any metal show you're gonna have somebody with long hair in the front or maybe oh, yeah. several people and that's exactly what happened yeah. um so capturing that is kind of an it's honor beautiful it's a beautiful yeah. thing yeah so i haven't asked this but i've been in this space just once before do you have everybody in that one room or do you have people kind of in so the we, control room I it's a little bit of both, little bit of both. Yeah. yeah some people hang with me some we hang. we actually had started it through the evolution of this you know, at the beginning, it was just, all right, uh, I'm going to tell you guys at the beginning, like when I give everyone the rundown of what we're going to do for the day, it was just, I'll ask you guys some questions and then you'll play some, or you'll play some songs and I'll ask you some questions. And now I have like full rules and no, rule number one is like, please do not walk out of that door right now just because it completely messes up all the light. It's a, so, community guidelines yeah. we outline and you know, that's, yeah. that's a little bit of a block. We leave some snacks out in the control room and people we compensate with yeah. snacks. Turns out if you want to get people to come back you just have to buy maybe snacks and fruit forty dollars worth of <laughs> really cheap snacks and you will get exactly Sauce what you're and looking donuts. for yeah if that you know it's really not that hard we had someone bring snacks somebody brought people brought homemade goods and i felt honored i was so thankful it was wonderful there was banana bread that i was really happy about and you know <laughs> there was no name on it no one had taken credit for said banana bread but it was the best banana bread i've had shout out banana bread shout out banana bread whoever was <laughs> making that i would like to know and now you now you need some more. I do. Yeah, no, I mean, that, well, that's why <laughs> what are we, we doing after to, this. You want to get some banana bread? I kind of <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah. So we've kind of talked about that. A few, you know, happy surprises, you know, with the banana bread now. And we've talked, I mean, a few of the interview questions have brought some like really good mm-hmm. insight. Like uh, I never would have thought about, you know, that, that red button, that record button, mm-hmm. uh, I'm guessing you got more of like, wow, that was just like a big surprise. Oh yeah, there's been a lot of profound responses that have. Yeah, I've I've questioned my existence based on some. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially, yeah, like I love the Tom's interview. Oh yeah, like, it got really... very into them talking about like their vision quest for the band. Yeah, and so that was like some of the audience questions, and I at that point I actually think I was helping doing sound, and we had our buddy uh, Rooster. Um, shout out Rooster doing our hosting for us on that one. And I, mm-hmm. I had to butt in and be part of the audience question. And, you know, what t- take me on this vision quest? Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, we, we had to open that one up because yeah. that was a lot, that, you know, kind of like fun screen where they had sort of an aesthetic and, and they were in character. They had like a desert rock kind of yeah. psychedelic desert rock. And so they, they almost stuck to a character that yeah. was that. Although they are that in real life as yeah. well. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think even, you know, like with that audience, I think going back to like a way earlier question, you said like, what is that little extra? I think a big part is like if they have their friends and their audience, a lot of times it really eases that, like they're a lot more calm mm-hmm. to discuss. Um, and that that's my biggest thing trying to interview people is I want this just to be I don't want it to be a very rigid. We need them who comfortable. Are you? It's like let's show what who you actually are. I really want to know what kind of personality you got behind you. Yeah, yeah. I think for the local scene as is, that's that's one of the big driving forces. It's like we do care about you know each person and each band, and it's it's a really really cool thing that we've got going on right now. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to hop to you mentioned that these bands have like an aesthetic, mm-hmm. and we've talked about. Um, 
the liquid light earlier as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. Does the posted broadcast have like a, an aesthetic that they're going for as well? Pineapples. 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 We, we, <laughs> we really like pineapples. It we was, did a full photo shoot uh, where we all like dressed, like painted our faces as pineapples. And then we like took the top of a pineapple and tied it to our head. And then so we put our heads on the table. So it looks like there's talking pineapples. <laughs> I don't know if we ever did anything with those we pictures. We didn't really do but much, but that, that was an interesting... But I, was... I think it's definitely aesthetic of just very, very laid back. You know, we, yeah. we just want to have... It's like... We just want to have a good time. Kind of going back to keeping bands feeling comfortable. That's that is definitely something yeah. that we like to put we got a off. Lot of tapestries. We got tapestries. We got yeah. some like really cool like we soft lighting and stuff like that when we don't have the liquid light going on. We we I generally personally and I think everybody can agree with this. Making the bands feel at home is like key yeah. because you, the That's more comfortable right. a band is, of course, they're going to be more honest and real about who they are, and that benefits us. Everybody sure. wins because now we have content that's. Really Really good because yeah. it's it's a window to the soul and the more you have of that the more you pull in people who realize that that's what you care about and what you're trying to put forth and it sort of snowballs from there and that's exactly what's happening yeah, yeah. okay um <laughs> that was a lot of really wasn't it well, <laughs> so that was like yeah. a great answer that's all i have to say uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, wow okay cool um but yeah pineapples but yeah pineapples are also okay, yeah, part of from, thing, uh, yeah. <laughs> My hair smelled like pineapple for days after having a oh, pineapple yeah. cap. It was a, it was an interesting. Honestly, great pineapple too. Oh, I yeah, ate an yeah. entire bowl. Oh my god! That night, oh, I was feeling good. I don't get sick of pineapple either. I, I can <laughs> eat a lot of pineapple. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. for for your audience members, it, it's like a whole. Everybody's just standing around and like jamming. Oh yeah, you're not allowed to be comfortable. Not allowed. Yeah, no, no, allowed. So the band's comfortable. Yeah. You have to stand up and cheer though. Oh yeah, so they got a responsibility too. We, I mean, so in, in the live room, which we encourage people to be in the live room as much as possible. We want it to be yeah. a show. Yeah. That's definitely standing around. You know, we definitely have a, a barrier. You're not allowed to cross for the uh, the video aspect. But um, in the control room, if you're hanging out with Andy, there's you know really comfy. Oh yeah, that's Couch that's where you go when you want to. You want to just hang take out a load off. Yeah, I, I, eat some I, chips and salsa. That's my yeah. Snacks are where I camp out. <laughs> I but we actually had so for shadow work. Some people just kind of uh, just. To crisscross applesauce style yeah. on the floor and that was it. a first because most people just kind of go in there we've never had to enforce people to go into the live room because people who are there in the first place generally they the show. they're there to see the show so they don't they're ready to be in the front as close as they can be we've never had to be like all right guys maybe once or twice we, we're letting them know to be there but they will stay there for the entirety of the show for the most part but yeah just you know shadow work everybody just sort of Plop down, plop down, yeah. and and then and then they did that for the following band for Self Farm for Self Farm, which was really cool. So it had this weird. You ever go to like a slam poetry meet or something like that? <laughs> like, like, like almost semi formal, but like relaxed and casual and hanging out. You know, that was it was nice because it it felt. It was a change of pace too, and it and it it let everybody know this is cool. It's all cool as long as you're here and you're 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 with it and you are focused and you're giving your attention to this group. It doesn't really matter what way you're doing that. Yeah. And we kind of just want to talk real quick about you know how the balance of life works when you're kind of working in this music industry for the fun and the love of it. Yeah, I'd say uh, we have actually struggled a lot with balancing. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's been some nights that I've walked in and Andy is up at four o'clock in the morning and he's got to work at seven and he's just <laughs> working on the podcast. And I, especially him and I together, I, I mean, Andy, I've done so many projects with you at this point. We've been in three or four different bands together. We've been in two bands while we were doing the podcast and, uh, you know, I think we were, we were just talking this a little bit off air, but like, you know, I, I don't live to work. I but like I love music and like I, I don't I don't have a musical job um, I'm a horticulturalist and I love plants but you know I, I could never turn my back on music in my entire life. Yeah. yeah. Neither of us have degrees that are even remotely related <laughs> to what we're... Yeah, you have a chemistry degree. Chemistry, not even close. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It shows how passionate we are, though. I, I think yep. that's fair to say because, you know, despite what our educational background looks like, we stick with this. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, and I don't think... Oh, egg. 
anybody that we've had on the podcast has a musical job. Either. Oh yeah. We, uh, you know, yeah. all the people that have come and gone, you know, sort of volunteer wise. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I can't think of anyone on the top of my head that yeah. has. Pat does concrete. Genevieve is a writer, you know, yeah, a lot writers. of the bands are working as bartenders, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, they're all working at clinics and all this other stuff. And it's just like, you see how much, like it, that, that's, you know, we just, it's, passion throughout Fort Collins. Unbridled really cool. passion. I mean, yeah, I, I have a nine to five. I mean, I, I get home and I'm on that. That's the first thing I do. Yep. Like I live for this, you yep. know, and it, it's, it's like, important. take out the dog, come back. Do we, <laughs> Andy, do we have band practice tonight? No. All right. I'm gonna go work on the podcast. See you later, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we make it work though. It's 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 nice to have. Well, obviously, delegating roles is a big thing, so nobody's yeah. overwhelmed. If anyone's overwhelmed, communication's always always key. You know, you if you're honest about what what's too much for you, that helps because yeah. it's like, okay, cool. I know that I need to sort of step up a little bit or yeah. pick up the slack. That's fine as long as we're keeping and I think open dialogue. One thing that's been really nice is that all of us. Um, are really understanding about mental health and I, I there's been sometimes that you know some yeah. of us have been like I, I i need a day like i i've got to go like take a hike i got to do this and everyone mm -hmm. else is so supportive of that which is really nice yeah yeah no that's a, it's a theme it's yeah. it's something that we try to bring to every episode i mean just utilitarian wise it, it makes more sense to make sure everybody's in the right mind frame for an episode because if that's not the case then we're gonna end up yeah. having a tough time so but that being said as i said earlier we are, are on the hunt for a, a new videographer and a producer at the time yeah yeah so to delegate more of those roles <laughs> just, yeah just trying to balance out the yeah. entire production crew over absolutely yeah, yeah especially you know we're looking for passion is is anything in, in any aspect of the podcast having that passion is is huge for us yeah. so yeah yeah and there's a lot of you know good things that are coming out of this it's always nice to see more local uh not industry but local like you guys are like volunteering your time on your own like you're organizing everything and you're producing everything and it's been it's been great to hear and see. And I, I mean, I personally hear about you guys from a lot of the bands that we work with here at KCSU as well. And it's, it's a really like cool community thing that's going on right now. We really appreciate that's, that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's humbling you guys. to hear. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I, I mean, we had somebody recently tell us that they've listened to every episode and I don't think Andy and I ever thought we'd have somebody who's listened to every episode. We just kind of just, we just did it. We just thought it'd be kind of fun. And here we are. We got people who come back. And that's what makes it worthwhile is that people actually care. It's really cool. Yeah. Kind of surreal, though, isn't it? I mean, when you 100%. started, you probably, I mean, who cares? I don't care if I get a single listener and then, <laughs> exactly. you know, come to today and you have people who have listened yeah, to every Yeah, episode. I mean, we recently had a band, from, a touring band from Portland asked to be on the show. And that was... I, yeah. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it for timing reasons, but that was, I don't know, my jaw kind of opened up when I saw that message. I never thought that would happen in my life. Yeah, it's it's always an honor to see how excited people are for it. And, and the way they find us is creative and interesting yeah. in a lot of ways. So Yeah, because you guys are just on, mostly on social media platforms. You guys have stuff on YouTube and Spotify. Yeah. 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 Spotify. And then basically everything is kind of like, you find everything through Instagram. We run it through That's Instagram. Our yeah. Yeah. Promotional yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I mean, word of mouth is big too. It's, it's not huge. like, yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Especially Cheney here. He, he's, he's going around town just like everybody knows about it because I don't stop talking, you don't stop talking yeah, you're like a machine gun <laughs> no but it, it helps because like some people that's their medium is like hearing it they want to hear it word of mouth which is cool yeah, we, we like that too that's it was funny i was out uh having a good time down in old town um like a couple saturdays ago i met a guy sitting, sitting out on the bench we started you know talking for a little bit and i was like yeah man like you like music come come to my house you know i gave him my address and he looks at me he's like did you really just like give a stranger your address <laughs> to come to see a show i was like yeah please come yeah, yeah. Yeah, all about the stranger danger it's it's interesting yeah how people will yeah come willingly to a yeah. random house on the and it's been really cool like we've actually had like pretty decent support from some of the neighbors they just oh yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of them they walk out they're like hey we hear what you're doing we Sounds have neighbors awesome. that show up yeah to every other episode it's, really nice. it's wild you know they they're they're just ex as excited about it as we are yeah. you know it's especially it's, after two years of covid and just oh, get, yeah. get on out people there come see some live music. Yeah. yeah and 
we're happy to provide because it's just nice to see people you know and so yeah neighbors friends that's awesome so i kind of just want to ask you guys about you know a schedule that you guys have like when did the podcast start how many bands have you really had in like and how consistent because i i see something maybe not every week but Right, so we we were trying to do it about every two weeks. We've kind of pulled back a little bit, Um, uh, you know, especially since Hemi and Jenny and Jenna left. And you know, all of us, I think, kind of collectively said we wanted to take a little bit more time spending on our music because we love this. But you know, at the root of it, like our favorite thing to do is actually just to perform. But I would say it started in December. The first band was Rattle Caps, um, or no, November. It was November that we had Rattle Caps, and then we had the Nola guitar player, and then December, I think it was like December 4th is when we had the bands for bands, and that was Crooked Rugs, DJ Cosmo, Cosmo, Pipe and Hot, and and King Crawdad, so that was a pretty good lineup. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the schedule, I... so we did December for a little bit, and then I went back to Virginia uh, just to see the family, and then came back, and we were cranking them out. Yeah, we I were mean, ready to go. There, yeah. it was. There was two months where it was. You were basically we were doing them every weekend, and sometimes we were doing two shows, like a Friday and a Saturday show. It's a lot. It, it, yeah. it was. We, we definitely were like, all right. We're well, with four people, it was ultimately manageable. Yeah. Um, but that's why we, you know, had to skip. We're it's volunteer based, so it, yeah. it's all it's proportional to the amount of enthusiasm we get, which which is always like, yeah. you know, surmountable. But and don't get me wrong, we've had a lot of people step up. Like, I, yeah. uh, our buddy Rooster, he has done some hosting. Uh, the Savage Blush, Rebecca and Josh, they've helped us out with oh, a yeah, bit of videotaping. Yeah. Um, I think we're kind of introducing having a house band um to the podcast which will be mm-hmm. um you know andy and i's band gastropod and our two other members i think they're going to be stepping up a little bit more on doing some videotaping um and kind of stuff like that so That's awesome yeah so ideally do you guys want this to be a monthly a bi-weekly what's the idea ideal schedule for personally yeah, i we, love bi-weekly yeah we, that's what i want but, bi-weekly would be great yeah, yeah but great. you know i think unless unfortunately we, we get like a more set um video producer it's gonna be pretty hard getting it out bi-weekly just because you know talking about balance it's you know i i love this but i i still gotta feed my dog you know i gotta i gotta make money and all that stuff too <laughs> yeah to sleep at night too exactly yeah. i think we balance we've balanced it pretty well but we we have to balance it. And so it, it just kind of is dependent on that yeah. all most of the time, if not all the time. So kind of went through, you know, talking about everything podcast, what you guys expected, what you didn't expect. And now I kind of want to ask you guys, you know, just about yourself. So Andy and Cheney, what you guys do outside of the, the podcast? <laughs> well, I, most of my time is spent with my dog. I got a big boy named Baloo. He's a Bernadoodle and I love him. Uh, besides that, I'm a horticulturalist. Um, grow some really great stuff around town and um i like to surf when i don't live in colorado i'm from virginia beach originally which actually has terrible surf for anybody that's been there but i like to surf i like to skate uh and then it's definitely our band we put a lot of time into our band what's your band called uh gastropod Gastropod. all right Andy? Well, I'm from New York. Uh, I don't have a crazy story other than I moved out here on a whim and it was a very impulsive decision for me. And I love that about me because I, I do those a lot now. And one of those was making a podcast with some people I <laughs> knew for maybe a year. So that's that's pretty bold. Um, you, also, you play in so many bands. I have so I did session work for yeah. a couple of years, bass work. It, you know, it's surprising how in demand bass players are, and <laughs> I found that out, which was cool because for me it was great because it was a good way to get better at my trade. But um, yeah, I did that for a couple of years in New York, where I got my degree in a small college in in upstate New York, and uh, and yeah, now I'm out here. I'm a chemist. Andy makes great soup. I make good soup. It's because it's chemistry. It's it involves chemistry. It's a, yeah. really it does. Like, it really. I does. like TV. It's a big part of my life. TV too. is a big thing for Cheney. Couch, couch. Sitting. I'm a couch. I'm a couch. <laughs> you're a couch I'm a couch guy. Yeah, fry you up, dude. You're, you're, yeah, you're, that's that's you. So, how did you guys 
come together in the first place? Because Cheney, you just said you're from Virginia Beach and you moved. You you went to CSU though, so you have yeah. your, your degree. Yeah, I came here. out here for horticulture. Yeah, and then I found. Yeah, I I, I don't know how Craigslist. I found my way here. Craigslist. Yeah. Well, so we both were like kind of had the same artists that we liked, right? And so we, yeah, we met. Uh, so a- Annie moved into an apartment off of uh, Prospect. Yeah, and then the very cute story of. Her, her old drummer slipping Andy a note on his door saying that he wanted to play music yeah, with him. Yeah, he left me a romantic message. <laughs> it's, it, musicians are so funny how they communicate with each other. It's very emotional. Like, is it cool if I play with you? Yeah. Like, yeah, and you then, can do uh, that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, unfortunately, I had been in a band in high school, and then when I was in college, I had not been in a band the entire time, and I had just been feeling like there was a hole. Um, and so... Uh, musicians flocked to Craigslist, and yeah. I'm really happy yeah, that I didn't meet somebody who wanted to hurt me. Yeah, yeah. On Craigslist, but no, I met I met Andy um, <laughs> through Craigslist, and it was right before COVID. Um, I want to say I met you like maybe like a month before COVID started. Yeah, a couple weeks. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was the three of us, Pat, Andy, and I. And then it was COVID was just like, all right, well, you guys are going to be best friends because you're going to have nothing else to we do didn't have but a play music with each other. We didn't have a choice. It was, um, it was by, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, just through Proc- Craigslist was everything. We met, we met this bass player uh, who came in for a while. Um, and he brought in through Craigslist one of the drummers, Kieran. We met percussionist Rachel on there, Hemi and Genevieve, who were part of the podcast. We met through Craigslist. So yeah, we just, just put it's been a Craigslist thing. Yeah, it's surprisingly, yeah, we didn't. Th- I didn't think it was going to go anywhere though. I was I was really yeah. casual about it, but yeah, I mean that it was surprising to me that three years later, we three years later, we, we live together. We now. live together. We got this, you know, and then so yeah. nice. Yeah, so I mean, you guys were just looking. I mean, actively looking, and then yeah. I guess Craigslist. You wouldn't think it, right? I you mean, it's find some You'd be weird surprised. ads on Craigslist. It's like kind of sifting through we, the chaos. There was one ad that, it was after we had found each other, but there was one ad on there for a band looking for a drummer, and the ad was like, you are not allowed to put any like recommendations for songs. You are not allowed to change what we play. You have to do exactly what we tell you. And it's, it's crazy, the kind of stuff that you see on Craigslist, but we got lucky and met some cool people yeah yeah well there you go that's great okay anything else that you want radio listeners to know about the podcast about gastropod anything um well like i uh we got some really cool stuff coming up for the podcast like i said we're gonna do prp presents uh we're doing on june 4th there will be a show at the emporium sports bar i know as of now we got locked on uh los toms and fernbrook we got a couple other bands that Mm -hmm. might be hopping on but um and then yeah andy and i are, are working our tails off for gastropod we're gonna be playing april 29th at the atrium may 21st at the emporium uh, When's the next uh, studio podcast session? Don't know quite we yet. Don't know we'll probably yet. be we, coming back midsummer. Yeah, like we're sitting on two episodes that we're going to be dropping. We're time then, releasing the next two, and then that's yeah. and then we're during this time we're going to focus on trying to figure out who makes sense for the yeah. next podcast. And yeah, there's definitely a lot of bands in town that I still really want to get on. Oh yeah, we're, uh, you know, there's there's Cactus Cat. Um, oh yeah, Muck we, Luck. We have to reschedule theirs. Yep. Um, Lucid Blues would be awesome to have on. We got a whole bunch of yeah. We're keeping our eye on. Honestly, I'd even love to have some bands back. Like. I would love to redo the episode for Crooked Rugs because I think they're awesome and that was such an early episode and yeah. I feel like we didn't quite do them justice. <laughs> Their yeah. episode is great in my in my opinion. Yeah. Got- but I'm hoping, so yeah, the PRP Presents, we'll probably be doing a little bit more time focused on that and then I'm thinking probably like mid-summer we'll mm-hmm. do the live studio sessions again. Okay. And where can we find all of your stuff? Oh, you can um, find it. Yeah, so our biggest thing is Instagram. So it's just PRP official. And then if you head over to YouTube. Spotify is great, but we like uh, we were talking about on, on here, like that visual aspect is really cool oh, and yeah. it puts a lot of work into the, the production. So so the, the company that we call it, it's Posted Ryan Apple, but if you go on YouTube, Posted Rodcast. Thank you for listening to the Live and Local Podcast, a podcast brought to you by 90.5 KCSU. We just sat down with Andy and Cheney from the Posted Ryan Apple Podcast, another music podcast That's here in Fort Collins. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a good rest of your day.